Now we're moving into our final segment of the show, one of our favourite segments as well, Creature of the Week with Andrew. Kia ora, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. We've all got the sniffles, it sounds like. Yeah. But we're the coming. Year. But we are excited, however, to be talking about Grant and Otago skinks. Yeah, me too. What so, are they? What are they? They're lizards. They're yes. lizards. They're and lizards. they are funky patterned, yes. Yes, And they are, are also rare. Yes, they are. Oh my gosh, yes, every, yes to everything. They're amazing. They're, yeah, so they're very rare. They're one of the rarest species of lizard, the rarest species of lizard in New Zealand, and the largest. Ooh. About 30 centimetres long. Whoa, I was like, imagining like a like, like a, a whole, No one can see my finger right now by like holding up like maybe ten centimeters tops. Yeah, yeah, impressive. Whoa. Yeah, no. When I think of skinks, I think of the little guys as well. I mean, exactly, quite a bit bigger than the ones we find up in the North Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these ones are, are, are like a big, big, big form. Um, a lot of their length is kind of in the tail. You oh, yeah. usually find find these these things to be. But um, yeah, they're they're about 30, they're twenty five to thirty centimeters long, I think, and they're just found here in our in our backyard. Gorgeous. So we're we're home to the largest uh, lizard species and rarest. You brought up the tail. Yes. I must ask. Of course. They fall off, don't they? They do. As a defense mechanism. Yeah. Amazing, right? Can you explain that? Of course. Yeah. So um, basically, uh, as a way to sort of detract uh, distract any predators that come towards them, they can detach their tail. And then the predator will go for the tail instead of them, and then they might be able to have a chance of escaping. But it's not—it's not so good for the lizard if they detach the tail. No. It's, it's yeah. sort of a um, a trade-off because the tail is quite a large fat store for the lizard, so that's where they'll get like all their backup nutrients for if there's lack of food or over the winter times or anything like that. So they don't want to lose their tail, but, yes. but they can. How long does it take for it to regrow? I've I, always wondered that. I'm not actually 100% sure. I, I know that when every time it grows, it grows back shorter. Shorter. So oh. it's, never, it's never the same length every time. But uh, I'm not sure what the, so, what the average time is. Only so uh, much tail is. to go around. <laughs> I, well, that, that's interesting because I, fe- I feel like every... Well, maybe not. <laughs> uh, many young, inquisitive kids who mm. find a skink will mm-hmm. often be quite fascinated by it, touch it, and get it to lose its tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. I... I, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, now, yeah I'm but real. now I know never to do it again. It's a, it's where they store their fat. Yeah, really. yeah. So it's not yeah not the best for them, and okay. especially not for a, uh, a quite a rare lizard like the Otago skink, which is you know I, I was only like it was thought to be on the brink of extinction, like until like, in, in like the nineties. Like the people only thought it had about ten years left to live. Oh my gosh! Which is which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And what is their like conservation story? Because they have increased in population slightly. Yes. Think. Yes, yeah. they have. Yeah. So basically, yeah, like I said, like a '99s experiment said that they would be extinct from the decade, which was really like you know a wake up call. Eh? So then, a 2005, 2008 experiment looked at a way that how can we help these guys? So they put them under a few different management processes. One was just to control, you know, do nothing. Another one was to have intensive predator trapping because these guys are attacked by a lot of mammalian predators that have been brought over. You know, our rats, our possums, our, our mice, all those kind of things. So intensive trapping. And the other thing they did was they had a big fence to um, keep all of these predators out of the area uh, where they're found. And they're often found in the McRae's Flat, which is in Otago, which is just kind of north of Dunedin. Mm. Um, so they had these different management systems. And then basically from this, they found that they had a, 90, uh, what was it, a 98%, I think, increase in population no because of these management systems. So it was a huge oh success. Yeah, and it yeah, was yeah, this yeah. like amazing thing for not even just the Otago skink, but just for management of um, endangered species yeah. in New Zealand in general. It was this incredible way to say, hey, if we can get a hold of this, if we can get rid of predators, if we can put up a predator-proof fence, then we're going to be good. We can, oh, we can wow. definitely help out endangered species. 
Well, it shows hope for the future, right? It really, yeah, it really does. Yeah, yeah, because because these guys are only really found on um, on on rocky. Uh, okay, I'm gonna have to pronounce this correct. Schists. Schists. Yeah, schists. Careful. Definitely don't want to don't want to pronounce that incorrectly on the radio. Uh, rocky schists, where it's just basically little rocky outcroppings where there's different lichen and whatnot on it. So those kind of yellowy um, tinted moss things, and they um, a tiger skink pattern reflects that. So they're kind of a dark kind of color with these mottled greens and mottled yellows and whatnot on Gorgeous. top, which is really pretty. Yeah. So um, so where do they live? The, under rocks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Under so schists. In schists. Yeah. 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 So We're, if we see schist. Yeah. Yeah. We should Stay well, if you away. if you go out into the Otago area, you quite often see those sort of like flat rocks that are t- everywhere. So yeah. uh, these little groups of rocks are actually called a tor, a T O R tor, and that's where you'll find a lot of these lizards because they're cold blooded, right? Mm-hmm. So what a cold blooded animal often has to do is bask in the sun to regain its its heat because animals like you and I we can regulate our own body temperature, but cold blooded animals can't. So they have to rely on their environment around them to keep themselves at an optimal temperature. So they bask on these rocks, which will often stay warm long after the sun is gone. It's kind of crazy Hot for shift. Dunedin as well, which yeah. is just so cold most of the time. Yeah, exactly. I just saw you smiling the entire time waiting to say that. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, and what are some other funky facts about these lizards and, like, I guess both the Grand and Otago skinks? Yeah, um, well, their, their name in, in Te Reo Māori is the Mokomoko, which is sort of because of their very distinctive markings. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, now because the, back in the day there was only four to be like below fifty of them. Now we have about two thousand of each species. Wow, which is really great. The fantastic such a success story. It's, it's amazing, right? Yeah. So I think that's just really a really awesome way to, to like show that, that there's there's hope. And and yeah, they're they're classified as uh, naturally critically endangered, which is about as critically endangered as you can get in New Zealand. But there is a possibility that we can um, decrease that threat level um, to just naturally critical um, within the next ten years, hopefully, due to these. Um, these practices but um in new zealand in general there's there's 126 species of um lizards and there's still lizards still being discovered actually crazy there was a lizard found not so long ago like about a month ago i think in in the otago region blows my mind yeah we could we could discover species theoretically we could go out and find something that big time big time big time yeah you go out there you might be able to find something but it's 2022 yeah we're still we're still looking we don't know we don't know everything but yeah and then also within new zealand we have um Sort of two different things. We have the skinks and we have geckos. Mm-hmm. So what we talk about today is the Otago skink, and skinks are very like slender and narrow. So they're 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 um That's snake-like. Yeah, very snake-like. Their necks and their heads are sort of the same same um like width, and they're very like a uh, smooth kind of fish-like scales. Whereas the gecko, that's more of your standard kind of lizard look. That's like a really big head, big eyes, like um kind of soft velvety scales, um and very small. So those are two kind of species we have. Here in New Zealand. Yeah. Gorgeous. Hey, well, Andy, thank you once again, mate, for of coming and informing us about such a fascinating creature. And yeah, go the skink, man. Yeah. That's so amazing that we thought they were going to be extinct within mm-hmm. 10 years in 1990, and now they're back to somewhat healthy Just population. A, a far better position. Far yeah. better position. Yeah, yeah. And on the rise, hopefully. So. Big yeah. time. Yes, no, and after people hear about them on Creature of the Week, they're definitely <laughs> yeah. going to want to yeah. conservation. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.